Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We would like to acknowledge the Turbul and Yagara people as the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet, and we would like to pay respect to the elders past, present, and emerging. everyone and welcome to General Queries, a podcast about the Brisbane queer scene. I am your host, Talia, back at it again on another beautiful day. My mouth just said words there. Um, I'm joined in the studio today with uh, the dulcet tones of my wonderful co-host, Nita. Tubular. Uh, that was really 70s of you. My dad used to um, own the sheet music to one of those like surfer movies um, and it was sorry. You said tubular, and I just I have to give everyone this image. I need you to imagine this really like it's yellowing. It's this ancient, not ancient. It's like from the seventies. I guess that's ancient. I mean, that is ancient. That's ancient. Um, yeah. Um, and it's like surfy hippie culture. It's this like beautiful bright orange um, yellow sunset but like the the gradient is just it's lined like it's not like a proper like gradient it's like the, the it's so like it was printed in color. the 70s on a 70s yeah. printer yeah um, and it's got like a singular palm tree and then this man who is standing on a surfboard but like at the very edge of the surfboard like a Jesus um, do not ask me what the the book of sheet music was called can't tell you but i know that it's stuck he in my head for forever. our sins he served for us um what are we explaining talia thank you nita um so megan is uh like i said last episode um megan is uh currently at a job that requires her to work like long and difficult hours so she's currently catching up on sleep um and working nine to five um and i really look forward to hearing her dulcet tones again um and hearing about all of the really cool things that she's currently doing um because she's really out there like getting achieving things. achieving things and i'm really proud of her um and, but I'm also really glad to have you in the studio as well with me. Hi. Yeah. Um, there's also someone else in the studio here as well who's currently doing the heart, like the heart thing with their fingers. The, it's like a heart emoji with their, with their hands. You know, like the teenage girls do. A hand, emo- uh, hand emoji. A hand emoji. Um, the heart <laughs> hand emoji. The heart hand emoji. Um, I would like to welcome back Marin, who's been here so many times now. I know. I didn't. I didn't even need to use Translink to get here. You, wow! Yeah, you just you know your way mm. here now. Mm. Um, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um. Also, Marin. I so we asked. Um. I asked Marin to come back. Um. Because. Um. We thought that you know after we've been, we've been doing this podcast for almost a year now. One day I'll listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Marin. Well, um, almost a year at this point, we figured we would ask back um, our first three guests. Um, and you were our second guest. I was. Yeah, which is – I'm so glad that you've been here for a whole year. You, you've 
suffered all my trials and tribulations with me. Um, but you also have no idea what we're talking about today. No. So usually what we do is, you know, people come on and they're like, oh, I'd like to talk about this. Or like we talk about it a little bit beforehand. And I figured today I'd just throw you in the deep end because I know what I want to talk about. It's been on my mind um, for a little bit. We I went and recorded um, with another podcast a couple of days ago um, called Sexuality. Uh, run by a lovely woman um, called Lisa, um, who basically just talks about queer representations in media. So I went on and I talked about David Lynch because anyone who knows me knows that I hate David Lynch and I will fight that that hype train till the day I die. Um, but during um, the recording session, um, what came up a lot was the way Tumblr impacted people's identities. And I figured like we've got me we've got you and we've got nita no one tumblrite <laughs> yeah and i'm no horrible nerd um i only use it for fandom i swear <laughs> yes yes for artwork um so i figured we could talk about how tumblr impacts identities because i feel like it's something that we don't really ever kind of discuss like i think we talked tumblr about is like the social media that you don't share with anyone in your life yeah oh that in your twitter I don't have Twitter, so I don't. Okay, like obviously, don't Twitter. share my Twitter. I don't know. I feel <laughs> there is a difference between Twitter and Tumblr. I feel, um, but I feel like people would actually link their Facebook to their Twitter. But like, no, oh, you'd like, never no, touch. No? You'd never no. touch the Tumblr. That is why I'm never telling you what my Tumblr is. But I just want you to know that I have one, and it's only full of art and memes. Right. So Tumblr and no. identity. Well, yeah, because I think <gasps> Tumblr is one of those things that people. Um, they know it exists and they know that it's like a hugely prevalent thing in queer spaces. Like when we, mm. when we did the panel, it kind of came up a little bit. Oh my God, yeah. um, it came up a fair bit. People ask you like, am I not sharing that with yeah, you? No, no, no. Um, <laughs> but it, it's something that I think needs to be discussed because I think, I don't know. It's like Tumblr already had a uh, reputation and mm. then it became a safe space for queer people to, discuss their identities and then it got more of a reputation because of that so it became like this really vicious cycle where it was almost like self self-fulfilling yeah yeah tumblr is a lot of things and honestly the only reason i like even use it anymore is because it's just a void where sometimes i will find hilarious things mm. but like if you go near any of the activism areas that's when oh, it's a little right. bit like oh dear Scary. this is a hell site yeah yeah, I, I go one for my own personal entertainment. Yes, and exactly. I share like when you share things, you're not sharing them because you're like other people are going to find it funny. You're like I'm sharing this because I thought it was funny, and I want to be able to find it, it again fuck later. Fuck you! I use like, it as like a tagging system mm. of like poetry for things that I I want to keep. I'm just I'm just on there for like the fandom. Yeah, I'm just there for memes. Yeah, and oh fandom. God, yeah. yeah, I was, but not activism fandom. I stay yeah. away from that. Oh yeah, that's that's scary. I I follow like some ace blogs but also that's unfortunate no I actually know. the ace blogs the ace blogs on tumblr are really good well, I've been some of them there, are really I've been good. on there for so long that i'm fairly confident with the ones that i have mm. because i'm here just like have i seen you post shit no if they someone would post something slightly dodgy you just go through their entire i just got a you, you, you go to their blog i block immediately if there's a if there's any kind of aphobia, mm-hmm. like people are very open about their aphobia oh, yeah. on on Tumblr, which oh, yeah. is wild to me. Um, yeah, I've forgotten my point, but yeah, 
People are horrible. I just that was the point. Just <laughs> the thing with Tumblr is just always be ready to use that block button indiscriminately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, the thing the thing with it is that like it's predominantly just like a dumb blogging site, like aimed Mostly. at teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yes, but it, it ends up being a lot of people's first interactions with social justice and mm-hmm. identity politics, mm-hmm. um, which. Again, it could stand to be a better first impression. It it could, but like, and then you get some people who are who are so good, and then you get those who are so horrible. Well, yeah, like some people who are so ingrained into it, like it becomes every everything to them about them. Yes, yeah, which like that to the point that they make their blog names like their identity, and you're just kind of like, why? Yeah, it's rather ironically. The point I'm about sorry it. if I'm throwing shade at you there, but like I'm no, talking no, no, about the, the ones that I've seen, which is no, that's not that's not me. I'm just it's um, right, Talia's. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not saying. Um, we're walking a very thin <laughs> line here. Mutual destruction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will edit this a lot. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, you had a point you were saying. Oh yeah. Um, so the whole point about it being a cycle of. Um, safe space for queers, queers join, safe space for queers, Mm. queers join kind of thing was actually the person who got me on Tumblr was an old co-worker of mine um, who's trans. So back in, oh my God. The day. 2010. Oh, I've been on Tumblr for so long. I'm so sorry for your loss. 2010. 2010, I joined Tumblr. Oh my God. Hey, you've almost been on um, Tumblr for a decade. I know. Um, And they're the one who... Not only got me on Tumblr, they actually made my first username for me. So Tumblr, unlike these two who apparently had um, their usernames made for them, yeah, I no, have mine. no idea how I found Tumblr. I just remember one day finding it, making a Tumblr and just being like, this is my username. And I've only changed it like in the past few weeks because what I had was the username I came up with when I was 13. Oh, that's embarrassing. That's, I hate those. But like, yeah. I still thought it was cool. Because it was like, because it was cool, but like, I've just changed it now to be cooler. But it was like definitely something. I still have no idea how I found Tumblr. I'm, I'm, I'm half certain that I that it was like some sort of crazy um, welcome to Night Vale. It just appeared on my computer oh my one God. day. Yeah. I had, see, I, I had a friend who, um, they'd been on it for a while. And then I had another friend who was also on it. And then they were talking about it. And then like around the circle, everyone was like, oh my God, oh my God, like Tumblr, blah, 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 you need to get one. And so I got one and God, I spiraled from there. Um, It's kind of like, like I always joke about the fact that like, I've like, I'm so indoctrinated into the discourse. Like, and I think that's because of, because of Tumblr and because of everything that Tumblr sticks with you. And it, Mm. it has a way of kind of, you end up creating almost like an echo chamber almost because you get these people who just they don't separate their interests it's just like here's a whole bunch of tv shows that i like and also here's a whole bunch of political causes that i'm really into also here's a whole bunch of um queer rights stuff educate yourself and then you end up going down that route it's because like everyone's tumblr is so personalized and it's theirs and really the whole point of tumblr is if is well if you don't like the shit i'm posting just unfollow me because like no one actually knows who you are it's so anonymous behold because my stuff literally that's literally what it is and like and it's so anonymous that we are refusing to share yeah our tumblr names because that's that's like that's 
your Tumblr is so personal to you. Like yeah. my Tumblr is so different to my Facebook yeah. even. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like, and like it, there yeah. was a point where you were convinced you'd found my Tumblr. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I keep getting you confused. Yeah. Because you thought that this one person aligned with what everything you thought. E- literally I w- everything. I, w- I would post, I would, yeah. Cause I'd yeah. share stuff from them to you going, you sure this isn't you? Yeah, no, <laughs> it was, it's not me. Um, but also their Instagram is banging. Like <laughs> their Instagram's so good. Um, just, uh, just so we can, uh, talk a little bit about Tumblr and identity. Um, I just want to make it out right now that the first time I ever saw the word aromantic, which is the label that I use for myself, was in a Tumblr post. Yeah, so no, like, the first time I saw asexual was a Tumblr post. Yep, same time I saw asexual. Uh, my yeah. brother actually, I wasn't following any queer posts, uh, any queer blogs I still am not. Yeah. Well, my brother was, and he tagged me in it, and he's like, this sounds like you, and I've just gone... <gasps> I'm not a straighty. Um, essentially, <laughs> essentially, hey, I lived in a small town, okay, and yeah. I was just like, you had this like rush of fear. You're like, oh, fuck. yeah. And then I got used to it, but I <laughs> yeah, don't. That's I how don't. I found. That's how I found. Yeah, asexuality. And it, it's kind of like I, I, again, I, I think like in terms of asexuality, because um, Tumblr is almost like this echo chamber of, of queer identities, that's where you get into like the really obscure ones like mm-hmm. asexuality and then you get into like the micro labels and you mm-hmm. get into like the real the real hard-hitting discourse of like uh, sexual, uh, or, uh, sexual attraction versus romantic attraction and that kind of really hard-hitting stuff of like all of these different levels of attractions and do we deserve labels for all of them like all seven or eight of them that's a real echo chamber Mm -hmm. and you only ever follow people who agree with yeah what you think yeah so and then you end up like like i um i think we said on a couple of episodes back that um discourse like listening to discourse is a form of self-harm um and that's why i don't do it oh i do it when you ever feel like you get home and you're really you're having a shit day you're You're like i'm gonna read the comments yeah and you're like it's the worst idea don't do it don't Don't do do it it. as someone who has done it constantly yeah don't do it and there are like because you just end up feeling even shitter than you did on the way and like you you stop and you're like, I don't know why I did that. Yeah. You're literally like, I don't know why I did that. Yeah. But now I feel like shit two hours I've wasted two and a half hours of my life. Just and I wanna cry. Me. So yeah. Yeah. It's it's the only reason I will ever like look into the notes or read a comment is if I'm just kinda like, this seems sketchy. Wanna know who agrees with it so I can know who to put on my block list. Yeah, like, and that's another thing, like, in the... It took me forever to learn how to block people. It's like, it's this weird thing. You, at first you start off and you're like, I shouldn't block anyone because Tumblr is a friendly place. And then the longer you spend on it, you're just kind of like, who can I block? Look, like, can I, is there a block all button? Like, like (laughs) Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook. I'll block anyone. I'll block your dog. Yeah. I'll Um, block myself. I'll block myself. Don't come at me. (laughs) Me. Um, like... I know I post shit. <laughs> your, your Tumblr, your Twitter, um, your Facebook. Um, not quite sure if there are any others, but like the use the block button as liberally as mm-hmm. you want. Straight up. As liberally as you can. Yeah. Like it I know it's people just like better compile, for your mental health. Yeah, and I know people it's like really compile satisfying. block lists of exclusionists. I'm I, I don't know how I feel about those because I feel like they're a little bit It's very cancel culture yeah which can be harmful and they can be very clicky yeah um 
but also like if you have bad experiences with someone, literally for your own health, you can block them. You should block them. You should block them. Should I literally them. like at this point, I've hit the point where if like someone says e- anything, even the slightest bit mean to anyone, I'm just kind of like block. Yeah. And there are really big, um, like as someone who's been playing the discourse game for a really long time, and I hate the fact that I can say that, hate it so much. Um, you are now on round four, power <laughs> up. New level you get. It's like the the ending of um, Scott Pilgrim where he pulls a sword out of his chest. But instead uh, of on like- On each level you get a new uh, label to refer to yourself as. Oh, that's terrible. Wow, I can't believe. <laughs> Round seven, sudden death. And then you're put up against someone who just sits there and makes arguments about like- the, the point is, the, the point the, is, the, the issue let's not is, go into discourse here. The issue is, I see where they're coming from, but I know that they've been so ingrained in the discourse that they genuinely believe all mm. of that stuff. And it's, it's like, I understand where they come from. I understand why they're doing it, but also just be nice. Just be nice. And also, your identity doesn't have to be the entire, like, I know that's the point of like general queries is all about, you know, we're here to discuss identities and stuff like that, but also you're allowed to have other interests. Yes. You're like the, the whole point of general queries is that yes, your identity is a big part of you, but as from seeing the, the wide wealth of different people who ha- who might have similar identities, but not be exactly the same. It's not all of you. Yeah. You're still an individual. You're still a person. Yeah. Like, and with discourse blogs, you're just rehashing old arguments that, keep popping up in new ways yeah but it not even that like the that we're still you know 50 years later we're still having arguments over whether bisexuals are a valid part of the queer community or if intersex people should be included or if transgender people should be included and whether non-binary identities exist or not or are valid yeah yeah and like we've we've had those arguments if you just read your history Mm. Um, I think like And we've come to conclusions. We've already the conclusions have already been come to. Yeah. My God. They have been reached. Mm. It's the consensus has been made. Yeah, like <laughs> I it, there was I forget who I was talking to, but um we were saying that like people make these statements not knowing the history behind them. And all you have to do is kind of go out and read the history and educate yourself to kind of It's not even that hard. Yeah, it's like you got a miniature f- computer in your pocket yeah just open you it have up. the google ask. you have Use a source the google. Ask yeah. the google you have the source you have a source of infinite knowledge at your fingertips and you like refuse to use it like all you have to do is i have two things that i need people to live their lives by uh practice empathy and educate yourselves fair yeah and i think that's what a lot of people don't do mm-hmm. because they just I don't know, like the more, like once you kind of get into this kind of headspace and this this echo chamber, you find a lot of people are wanting someone to put blame on. Like, oh, we don't have the rights we should have because of X things. Mm-hmm. Or like... We don't have the resources available to because X, Y, Z. Yeah, which if you don't have enough resources, you should work towards making those resources. Um, you should never kick someone out of you should never make an argument for kicking someone out of the queer community because i guarantee the argument has already been made and it's already been lost yeah um so it's it's a thing it's a thing um do do i recommend people get tumblers for queer identity things 
Oof, oof. That, that is That's a, a question I'm going to pose to you. Do you... Hmm. I... Hmm. I think if you it's are going to get a Tumblr and you are going to be queer on it, I suggest that you... One, carefully curate your mm-hmm. experiences and mm. your um and uh, everything you interact with, only so that you follow, don't. If you want to follow queer blogs, only follow information blogs, not discourse blogs. Yes. Do not follow discourse blogs. Um, only like curate uh, your experience, so that you are not echo chambering yourself and therefore radicalizing yourself. And also, if you're going to do a blog that is queer themed, please try to make sure that you have other things in there. Like try to make sure you don't just follow queer blogs. Like there's lots of blogs out there. Follow, I don't know, some some blog that only posts horror movie gifs. Yeah. I, I call them gifs, fight me. Um, then you're wrong and I will. <laughs> I will face Jod and walk backwards into hell. Um, Can I get that on a t-shirt? It's, I, I, I'm I going to be horrible. I got that from a Tumblr post because of course I did. We're going around too full of, circle too much of my, Too much of my humor comes from Tumblr. It's horrible. Sometimes, okay, so uh, Marin got, we were, we were walking up to the studio today and Marin just goes, hey, did you send me the thing or did someone else send me mm. the thing? And I was like, what thing? And Marin was, what was it? The- um, I'm not a whore, I'm a luxury slut. Yeah. And- <laughs> Which I will send to you when I find it. Thank you. Um, it's just, it's perverse. It's lovely. It, how it's, a, it's art. How it's, 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 it's art. A, it's an actual like, how art can, piece. Not- how can anyone who isn't tapped into a very specific area of the internet explain lost.jpg or hand car hook hand gun or whatever it is. Hook hand car gun. Yep. Um, Hell, just try to explain... Reaction pictures. Oh, I was memes showing are my the brother, new hieroglyphs. I was showing my brother some memes. and No, anti-vax memes, because of course. <laughs> and I had to explain some of them to my mother because she was like, I want to see them. And I'm here like, okay, look, look at this. She's like, I don't understand. And I'm like, okay, so what it is is X, Y, Z. Like it's – You have to like – They've got no idea. It's funny. We, but what, what's <laughs> odd is that we're, we're like as a generation – We've got so much information thrown at us in so many different modes and so many different media that we're able to process that media at incredibly fast rates and we're able to disseminate what that means and hold all of those layers of meaning together in one go. We've implicitly created, as as, as a whole generation, we have created our own language, language essentially. Yeah. It's got its own grammatical rules yeah. that you follow and you can tell someone's meaning because you can't tell meaning over text. You can't. You no. can't but tell. Yes, we can what they mean, somehow. But yeah, yeah. And now we can because we can create the content, the yeah. context from even that. something as simple as a full stop or a non-capitalized yeah. letter has yeah. or like meaning a space now. Space or whatever that weird squiggle line is. That oh, yeah, approximately, yeah. but I don't know the actual word for. But like, and so you're. Approximately no. Approximately no. Yeah. Um, which is honestly terrifying when like my boss texts me and I'm here just like, what do these three exclamation points after the word brilliant mean? I don't understand what yeah. this means. I don't but I don't yeah. have the context but because they don't the older generation don't understand. Everyone uses it all differently. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, so older the older generations just like no use hate it. to the older generation. Oh no. No. But they, I think they try and use English properly. 
Yeah. In I mean, they, over text, they which did have comes their really own, harsh yeah. um, to us. And, yeah. And they did have like their they own did. version of, of slang. Well, they had. But it's not as heavily layered. Mm. And well, theirs is more like my mum still does this is um, when they had keypads. So instead of typing out Y-O-U, they'd just be like U or S-E-E oh, that you yeah. see. And my mum still does that. Yeah. Um, because flip phones, I remember flip phones, but I don't do that anymore but they're still kind of set in our ways which is probably going to end up like us yeah like when I mean, our like, generation has kids or they're going to be like why do they talk like that yeah, and we're just like listen like, capital letters at the start of each word tm is very different through just a word in lowercase it's very different oh, and it's there's, a thing there's huge differences between the capital lettered words and then capital lettered words TM. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, if you trademark talking, something, even when you're talking to someone, yeah. like the way I said a thing is yeah. very different to a thing. Yeah, like it's and it's started to. It's just a way to over. visually represent that. Yeah, yeah. I really like this tangent that we've gone mm. down. We've just managed to me throwing in like semiotic theory. I'm an English minor. So. Yeah. <laughs> so Marin's I just the teacher. read a lot. Teacher, yeah. yeah. Again, on that whole idea of grammar, it is really interesting because here's the thing: it's starting in um, our uh, generation to make its way into spoken word. Because mm-hmm. I have now met people um, my age who can capitalize random words yeah. in a sentence mm-hmm. with their voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 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 You. You. The thing is, like, English is such a verbal language. That, okay, that sounds really <laughs> stupid. But no, English no, is. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. no okay. Hear me. Really, out. Talia. Hear me. Need to hear me the fuck out. Um, oh, good. We can swear. Fine. <laughs> We've been able to swear since the beginning. I was, I say, I was swearing just, on the second episode. Yeah, I promise. I don't know. I don't know. Something about this. I just felt like, are we not swearing anymore? I mean, okay. this is not a proper podcast. <laughs> this is, thank fucking Christ. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say it again, even though you looked at me stupidly for it. English is a language that's meant to be smoke, spoken. Yeah. Smoken? Smoking. 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 Uh, smoking. Smoking. Um, English is a language that's meant to be spoken. Oh, yeah. Right? And that means that in writing it, you lose something. Definitely. I mean, we definitely lose our points as we try and say the thing, but English as a language is built on the ability to like see what the person is saying and, and we, it's hear not it. just it's not just um the words it's how you say it it's your speech patterns it's your body language it's how far away you're standing from someone it's mm. what your eyes are doing it's what your face is doing it's how, it's you're, how you're holding your hand european people always do this all the time and yeah. move oh, with the hand. i do that anyways but okay. i'm don't want to drive with me because I'm trying to make a point and I almost slapped my mother across the face the other day because I was just like, ha! Ah! Yeah, you do. <laughs> you like, get quite expressive. Point. I know. Everyone's got to sit in the back seat when they're in the car with me. Yeah. Someone's got to get punched in the head. <laughs> and like, not to draw this back to like the point. Mm. Um, the point. The why point. would we want to do that? Well, yeah, no, I don't know why we would. But like it, with, um, the, you know, English is a, a language that's meant to be spoken. Um, I think that leads to a lot of like tone policing in, yes. in a lot of discourse spaces mm-hmm. because- Which, Oh, on Tumblr a lot. There we yeah. go. I've linked it back. You're welcome. Nice. Um, and then <laughs> we like, did it, people. And then from tone policing, we can then move into cancel culture and the yes. fact that like, hey, which is um, not a good thing. Yeah, but no. People are really always not. people are always learning and developing and progressing. Like people that you know, we cannot uh, cancel someone for something they did five years ago. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what I hate as well with whole cancel culture is someone uh, someone can be like 
relevant recently and people will go through and look at every single thing they've said and they might have said one slightly off-key thing five years ago and immediately poly- apologised for it, but no, nah, they're cancelled because they said that. Uh, yeah. And then like we, immediately, just like... And then we refuse to cancel the people who have actually done yeah. bad stuff and, and refuse to apologise yeah. for it. Oh, wow. I definitely recommend... Um, Curate your experiences so that you are not like yeah. radicalizing yourself, gain into an echo chamber. Yeah. And like Tumblr has a lot of things. Get like a big varied interest. Yes. I would also just absolutely make sure that And use the block button. Yes, use the block button. Don't I would like almost like check someone's tags and just see if they've got the words discourse in it. And if mm. they do, just block them immediately. Yes. Don't follow don't, them. Just, don't just put discourse. Get out of that. Yeah, don't if something's got discourse in it, don't. Don't go there. Don't no, do it. You're like, not going to have a good time. No, discourse is made for people who are salty and want to be salty. Yeah, they don't and, really and want who to fix have things. Been in it for a very long time. Yeah. Like, do not. It's become that's a part not of them. Something. Yeah, and they're not going to change their minds. So that's no. the thing. That's the thing as well with a lot of people. Um, is especially in discourse, is that they've made up their minds, and you can give them all the facts and the figures and yeah. anything they that you would think a reasonable mind would change, but it doesn't matter because that change has got to be on them and honestly you're just wasting your time and you're going to make yourself feel horrible about it yeah. and it's not going to change anyone's mind. They were born in this hole and they're dying in this hole. Yeah, and like it, they, need to, they need to change their mind themselves and it doesn't matter what you say, it doesn't matter how you've reasoned and rationalised and given them – examples and explanations and you can give them figures you can give them everything that you think will prove their point will prove your point sorry and they're not going to change like just you're not going to change for you don't use it for discourse yeah so and and like make sure that you look after yourself mm because like at the end of the day it's just a website well that's what that's what my my tumblr is i've i did um when i first came out i uh well, oh, it's a compulsion. You come oh, yeah. out and immediately you, you have to catch everything. up on the discourse. Yeah, you yeah. follow everything. And I've gotten rid of – I probably have only got like maybe five asexual things, uh, yeah. blogs that I still follow and they don't post that much. And my Tumblr's my Tumblr's a feel-good thing, Yeah, which yeah. anyone who goes on my Tumblr will realise because my interests change like that. <laughs> well, yeah, and it's like – there is a compulsion to check up on the discourse the moment mm-hmm. you come out. Mm-hmm. Like I know, like when I first came out, I needed to know everything that was being used oh, yeah. against me because, like, as um, an ace person and as like someone who has a lot of labels that aren't like widely known, um, you kind of I felt that I needed to stay up to date with all of them. I did the exact opposite. I came in and because I I'd heard uh, the big three, which was gay, lesbian, uh, bisexual. Yeah. And because, again, small country town, didn't know a lot. My parents came from large towns, so they – I was – I don't remember explicitly being taught about this, but I assume I assume I pick it up from them because no one's telling me in a country town of, like, 800 people what gay, lesbian, bisexual meant. So um, I went in going, oh, there's more, which I'd, yeah. I'd seen through Tumblr, and then I got the ace – found the ace label and I was like, yes, that's mine. Thank you very much. Pluck that out of the ether. And um, then I just assumed that it was just one of the lesser known ones and there was no discourse whatsoever. I didn't realise there was discourse. Yeah. 
Like no idea. So I went in and I was just like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. It's, uh, yeah. And, and like I, once you find out the discourse, like, I don't know, talking mm. from personal experience, like you find out the discourse, you want to stay up to date with it. You want to know what people are saying against you. And yeah, it goes through cycles. It yeah. really does. Like it has, like they have different issues that they like focus on. Mm. Um, and it's usually just trans, like issues people had with like transgender people recycled. Yeah, or like well, biphobic, biphobic issues. Biphobic issues as well. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to it's say it right now, argument. like, um, if you want to keep up to date with the discourse, I, I wouldn't say don't do that because sometimes mm-hmm. it can be just good to know what is going to be used against you, but don't interact with it and don't only engage. do that sparingly. Yeah. Like, make sure that if you go on your Tumblr, you're doing it to have fun. Like, don't make yourself yeah. miserable because that's just dumb yeah, don't have an icon on your phone that just reminds you of misery and pain yeah because even just looking at that's gonna make you feel bad yeah and i also like i want to make the point in saying that like for a lot of people this might be one of those episodes where people just go why are you talking about this but also like this like tumblr unfortunately or not is a huge part for a lot of queer people and it's a huge part for a lot of young queer people. Mm-hmm. Like they just end up stumbling into it and nobody talks about it. And it's because of the anonymous and way radicalized in which people prey on them yeah. to turn them radicalized mm-hmm. as well because that's how it goes. It's because of the anonymous manner in which you engage with Tumblr. Mm. Because yes, my coworker created a Tumblr for me, but I had no idea what it was beforehand. And I I had one of my brothers on Tumblr because he had a Tumblr and that was it. Yeah. And I was out, I was openly asexual on tumblr years before i came out to like my family and probably yeah only after that did i start posting asexual things on my facebook so that's probably three four year gap where i felt comfortable out on this website because of the anonymous nature of it where no one knew who I was. And you can't find people on Tumblr. That's the thing. You've got no If you really real wanted to dock someone, you could. You, you shouldn't. But yeah. Do not do that. No. It's a bad thing. But, but it, like you've got no relationships. By, yeah. You can't tell. You can't be like, oh, that's their mum. That's the yeah. mum relationship on Facebook. That you must look at be someone this person. And you go, this that, is, that must be Talia. You don't know not. where they live. It doesn't have that location thing. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't even, like, do they live in Australia? I, you can't tell the town, let alone the country where they they yeah. live unless they're you know you know you know what tv series they've been watching oh, yeah. lately but you have no idea yeah anything else yeah. you're like wow you know I their can- thoughts <laughs> on venom in intimate detail but you don't know anything else <laughs> so it doesn't really matter how you run or interact with your tumblr if you have one as long as you're getting some form of enjoyment from it as long as you're not looking at that icon and just absolutely hating what it represents then it doesn't matter what you do with your Tumblr. It's valid and the way you interact with it's valid and you're valid and just just try to make sure you have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. Look after yourself. Look after yourself. Drink I, some water. Drink some water. Stay safe. Don't wear sunscreen even though it's cold. Yes. The sun's wear, still out. Oh, wear sunscreen. If you can see the sun, the sun, the sun can see you. Even if you can't see the sun. Yeah. There is still. burn is a thing. Yeah. Um, if you are out there and you want to get a tumbler put some warm socks on put some warm socks on especially if you want to get a tumbler especially if you want to get a tumbler yeah. you'll probably get cold feet opening it because it's a horror site it's yeah. a hell site and it's horrible do, do definitely it is a void take, yeah. it is a void and sometimes the void pops out good things but like just just be the careful the void definitely it. looks back yeah 
Yeah, be careful with that. And I feel like we could probably have the same style of conversation with Twitter, but boy, that's another hellscape for another day. Um, I do then. Yeah. um, For everyone out there in podcast listening land, thank you so much um, for just listening in while we rant about a hell site. Um, It's been a good time. I've enjoyed having you all here. I've enjoyed having you in the studio, Marin. um, I always enjoy spending time in your company. We do need to finish Good Omens. We do. We do. Um, for everyone out there in podcast listening land, um, thank you so much for your time. I hope that you're looking after yourselves. Um, remember to reach out. Um, there's always someone who is willing to listen to you. Um, you are valid and loved and cared for, even if you don't feel it. Um, and I hope to see you next week. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.